Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is a Monday, you know what that means. It's me, your boy Big Tasty, here with Aaron the Statman Suckliff. Aaron, how's it going mate? It's Monday. <coughs> I don't know why you caught me off guard. Hi, how's it going? I mean, you heard me do the intro, you knew what was coming. Yeah. Um, we are also joined by real-life Aslan, Jay Luft. How's it going, mate? Hello. I am all right. A little bit hungover after yesterday. <laughs> well, we went to watch wrestling. It was fun. We watched live wrestling yesterday, and it was brilliant. Yeah. Made friends with Simon Miller. Well, yeah. We, we had a good, good old time with him. Anyway, it's and time. Brett, and Shreddy Breck, who's like the and coolest sh- guy. Yeah, big Shreddy. He is literally the daddy. He's just Jordy Scott Steiner. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's time for your AEW review this week. Uh, speaking of the best thing ever, uh, Dynamite this week got off to a flying start. We went yes. straight into Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. Right, quick spoiler for, for this weekend. I'm not going to say anything bad about anything that happened on either show because it all rocked my effing socks off. So if, you, if you're looking for me to do to say nasty things about AEW, uh, you probably best attend the podcast stuff. Yeah. Um, Aaron right. might. Aaron might, but I'll just shut up. Here we go. Um, <laughs> what's that, what's Aaron got to say for himself? Uh, I'll wait till we get to it, but sure. I bet, I bet you it was Dan- Danielson and Omega. Right, anyway, so it was all about it Brian Anderson versus Kenny Omega. I mean, if you've got anything, if you've got anything bad to say about this match, then I don't think you like professional wrestling, mate. What? Wow. Wow. That is just nasty. Wow! 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 Aaron's Aaron's list is like, well, no one's. Did did I say once that I hated this man? No, no one. No one blamed. Getting very defensive, very early. Stuck a baguette up anyone's ass, so therefore, (laughs) there was no thumbtacks. There was no (laughs) baguettes going up asses. There was no fish markets blowing up. There was. (laughs) There was no. You can vote to bring your own weapon into the match. I mean, before we before we get into this match, we'll just say this went this went to a thirty minute time limit draw, so there is absolutely no way we can cover this blow for blow. Um, no, no, because so much happened, and it was stiff as fuck. Yeah, like early on, you had people um, just chopped the shite out of each other for like the first bit of the match. Like Brian Downs' chest looked like a dropped hamburger. Yeah, um, there's three different chants before anyone even lays a finger on anyone. Oh, I mean, that was like, the, like, the fans didn't know what to do. The pop for like the bell ringing was, was insane. Yeah. The realization that we're getting like this Kenny Omega versus this Brian Danielson. Like, there was a chant for Brian, there was a chant for Danielson, there was a chant for something else for incoherent. Just, for just the match in general, yeah. Just another chant, just for, for the situation. Like, we didn't, I couldn't even figure out what it was. It was just so much at one time. Uh, there's also when the kicks are happening, the kicks and chops between Brian and, well, just Brian when he does kick, chop, kick, chop. 
there's a yes and a woo. You shouldn't be doing that in this day and age. <laughs> yes, woo, yes, woo. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's what you were saying on the airplane. Um, the, the, first, the first of many, like, oh shit moments of the match was, for me, was probably the Snapdragon on the ramp. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that ramp that's like all LED and. It looked lovely, that, to be fair. Uh, the first uh, ramp, it was, it was well nice. With yeah. the, the screen underneath. Uh, then we had the. the, um, the what do we call it? The V trigger that's probably still happening. Oh, that one where he just runs from the top of the ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's horrible. Yeah, he, he hit him so hard, he like sort of fell back in the ring. Yeah, it's just nasty. Uh, and then you also Brian puts in a cattle mutilation for the first time. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it good to see. It. Yeah, loved it. First time he's done it since um, a pay per view, wasn't it? That triple threat with them is a Morrison US title match. Got it, okay. I see. Matt Striker started like losing his shit over. <laughs> it was just like it was just like the, the sort of what's the word? The specificness for which Kenny Omega was trying to hit Danielson really hard in the neck and head. Yeah. In yeah. this match. It was, uh, made it at times or it verged on uncomfortable. It was it was just on the side yeah, of entertaining. History of like concussions and neck problems, yeah. Yeah. But again, Brian's obviously Friends are pro, and they, they they sort of knew that was an angle they could work with the crowd and with the people watching, and uh, and it really worked because there were times when like Danielson looked like he was spark out. Yeah, they they did that they did that bit didn't they where they were like counting them on the outside, like yeah. the, the ref, like visually. Well, I mean, at, at one point you could argue that Kenny probably had the match won. He probably could have just left it, and Danielson might not. Have I mean, he dropped he, he dropped his feet at eight. So. Yeah, there was an eight count yeah. and like. Danielson went getting in the ring and then Kenny came out. Um, he also hit an avalanche snapdragon off the top rope. Yeah. Which literally threw Danielson like a hundred, threw him all the way around. He landed on his front. It was that vicious. The buckle bomb. Can, can, can we talk about it? Can we not? <laughs> I, I, I'd really rather not, to be honest. Like, <laughs> it really upset me. Thanks, thanks a lot, Sting's crying. <laughs> Thing, just weeping in the back, looking at Daniel Bra- uh, oh. Brian Danielson, just like getting fucking mad. Been watching this, just cuddling his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenny pulls out the Phoenix Splash, but Danielson misses. Uh, so that was a nice little. Uh, he hasn't done that for a while. Phoenix Splash that got literally no height on it. It just looked awkward and. Ugh. Yeah. That's coming from a guy that has never jumped off a turnbuckle in his life, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was just unbelievable. Uh, there was a point where uh, Kenny was going for the warming angel, and Danielson just poisoned around him. Yeah, there's uh, quite a lot of fucking ranas. What was it? I was saying we're 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 trying to like speak about this match, but so much happened, and it was so. Yeah, Intense. I was meaning to rewatch it. I didn't get a chance, and I'm like, oh, I will say, if, if like, we want to talk about the match as a whole, as opposed to like individual spots, I said to you, Jay, um, the day after, I said this, this didn't finish. This didn't feel like it went half an hour. Like in terms of watching it, no. it felt, it felt like about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't even notice until they said like two minutes remaining. 
Yeah, and you're like, shit, I remember this, like, this, oh fuck, this, like, it's been <laughs> over twenty eight minutes. I, yeah, I didn't even know it was that. It was only that I, when Excalibur said on commentary, there's forty five seconds left. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, the, the, there was a shout for two minutes. I don't, I don't think there was one before that at all. I don't remember it. <laughs> I, I liked, I liked as well the fact that neither guy managed to hit the finisher during the match. Yeah, it was all about like trying. It was like man- it was a lot of maneuvering and a lot of sort of like long term strategy, trying to go in into like setting the, the the finish up a later. Like say Kenny, yeah. Kenny came close, um, but there wasn't. He didn't actually try that many times. He, he was never in a position to try because it yeah. was so evenly matched. Um, yeah, it, it just felt like it was so so effortless to watch. It, I mean, it wasn't even that it was it was high intensity or it was hard hitting. It was both no. of those things, but it was more just the general the smoothness of the entire match made it so such an easy watch. Say in my eyes, the first like 10 minutes or just after the five minutes, and then like a 10 minutes after that, it just sort of just it just sort of skimmed across. Like, I just my I, I just kept like not paying attention to it for like 10 minutes because it seemed to just got really slow, really meh. I was gonna say, I was in, inside that was probably when, um. So you, I mean, you had like because you could just you could just like sort of plot the match by its big spots. So you had like the um, yeah the snapdragon on the outside and the V trigger. Then you had the buckle bomb. Then you had the top rope snapdragon. Then you had the put. You know, it just it just there were just these like anchor points of like incredible moves all the way, and all the way through in between. Like the the, so, sort of, the last the, ten minutes of this match was ridiculous. Like the yeah. pace totally changed. Uh, but like the transitional moves, we just like we'll just chop the shite out of the chest, or we'll yeah. just kick each other in the in the face really hard. <laughs> just, oh, you know. Brian, do you remember when you were in that like Greatest Royal Rumble and your chest was all pink and fleshy? Can we do that again? Can we go to like purple though? Can we go like a, a level past that? <laughs> Want like a burst aubergine? <laughs> a burst aubergine. Yeah, so yeah, so and uh, we'll talk. We'll talk a bit about the finish then, because um, this obviously this ended in a time limit draw, which realistically, like logically, was probably the only way you could book this, because it does two things: it protects Kenny, and he means he's not taking a loss, and also it elevates Brian to the point where you could now consider him for a rematch of the title. Yeah, you you could have went down the route of Bucks or Adam Cole or someone getting involved. Yeah, but I I I think I prefer well, what they did. No, yeah. yeah, I prefer this, but AEW, they've only done DQ finishes or count-out finishes twice on either Rampage or Dynamite. They've, ne- they've never done a time limit draw before, and they always mention the time limit. Yeah, they are. We've done time limits before, yeah. Mox and Pat. Yeah. That goes to a time, that goes, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. But, I mean, like, in, a, in a match like this, like this big... Like this sort of anticipated. I mean, they've had like the consistent cons- last for so many minutes, haven't they? But you know, this is the first time like a title match has gone. For example, not a title match, but a match with a champion has gone to a um to a town or a draw. And it's good that it, it sort of keeps it as like a, a sort of threat, like a thing that could happen. Like this match could just go all the way. Uh, one thing I really appreciated was they didn't. Uh, it, they tried something different. They didn't go for like someone had a pin or someone was in a submission and the time expired and it just wasn't quite long enough. That's, I was fully expecting that, to be honest. I even said, like, two minutes prior to the match finishing, what's the odds Kenny gets put in the Lavelle lock and... He just doesn't tap for, like... He doesn't he ta- tap he taps until like the a, bell rings. He taps, like, a second after the bell rings. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was literally just the bell rang as they just were on their knees beating piss out of each other in the middle of the ring. 
and then they just proceeded to keep. Yeah, keep and, the and, 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 and they just carry on. They just don't care. They just keep going. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I mean, eventually Brian does like get the better on that exchange, and he puts Kenny in the bell lock. Obviously, the match is already finished, and then the young bucks and Adam Cole run out and and, and do a fighting. Uh, they they beat on Brian a bit, and then uh, Jurassic Express run out to make the save. Yeah, like building up to Friday. Yeah. So yeah, that was a, whew, that was a hell of a match. I mean, we talk about like matches going in into a, in with a bullet into your top ten list. Oh, that's that's, that's gonna, like my top three. That's going to take some beating, those, isn't it? Um, I mean, I, I I presume there's going to be a rematch of full gear now, probably for the title. I mean, in theory, it doesn't need to be full gear. You can prolong it even more. Yeah, well, yeah, well, they got no one for full gear yet, though, they? So if if you think if if you're thinking about the, you know, the if you're thinking about the hangman sort of scenario, then you probably you probably do it now at full gear before hangman comes back, and then have mm. hangman return at full gear. Have hangman come back after this match, yeah, like just show up or whatever, or the or the dynamite after. Um, yeah, feels so, like the build that way, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, this certainly feels like this is going to be their little. It feels like a, it feels disingenuous because a filler feud, but. <laughs> because of the quality it's going to be but it feels like this is their like little short program they're going to have before the hangman return and, and sort of run a lot further with that yeah it's, I mean I suppose as well he could there's also the potential he could go down the road to doing blood and guts yeah because the, the fact that the fact you, that like you've already got Christian and Jurassic, Jurassic Express, Express and Brian still around that Christian. Bit, like yeah um it's mad, isn't it? Like your company's in rude health when Brian Danielson's you just like you throw away opponents who you just put into the feud. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Isn't it? It's fucking insane. And I love it. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of like little throwaway things that you can just do now, CM Punk comes out for a little chat, doesn't he? Um my my note for this is CM Punk promo. I, I get it, it's CM Punk on the mic. I get it. We've got to get that CM Punk money. Well, I mean, he's there anyway because they film Rampage on the same yeah, day. Yeah, so I, I get it. Backstage. I get I mean, it. But... It was, it was, it was a, there is a little evolution going on here. So he comes out and he comes out and he's like, he's like sort of, you know, wrestling happy punk. And he comes out first. He's like, oh, I'm really glad I'm not following that match, um, which is a fair point. You know, punk's a, punk's a wrestling fan. So yeah. Um, and, but then he goes a bit, he does go a bit aggressive on the mic, um, talking about like how happy he is that he's come back and how happy he feels every time his music hits and that Team Taz are trying to take that away from him and take that away from the fans. And he gets a little bit angry and a little bit shouty. Um, he, also says, he also says to the fans, um, you will get the real CM Punk eventually, but be careful what you ask for and stuff like that. It's like, oh, just just give us it. Be a dick, <laughs> please. <laughs> he's, he's laying the groundwork for the for the eventual heel turn. You don't, don't be humble. It doesn't even need to be a heel turn. Just turn it into a dick. It's what made him popular <laughs> the first time. <laughs> be, be no chill, Phil. No chill, Phil. Let's go. Um, yeah, I, I I like this. I thought it. I thought it like did a really good job of kind of hyping up the Hobbs match more. Yeah, like yeah. I was re- like out of out of the matches that were on the on Rampage, I think that this was the one I was most excited for, and it made it it made Hobbs feel like a much bigger threat than he actually was. Yeah, it did a really good job, like you say, of, of making Hobbs seem like a legit like scary threat. Mm. Which, um, which yeah, I'm, I'm you know, we'll get to the match when we do the, when we go into Rampage, but yeah, it was it did a good job of, of building that up, and it yeah, it was a, it was a good match. So spoiler. Um, 
Next up then, we had MGF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Now, this is another one. This is a bit of a weird one. So it kind of felt like it was just cobbled together in Cincy. But then MGF, like, absolutely carried the build-up of this match with some incredible heel promo work. Yeah. Pillman Jr. got his hometown rub. Yeah, he got his, he got his, he got his big yeah. hometown pop, which was nice. Last week? Last week. Uh, two weeks ago. Hmm. Last week was in New Jersey. Yeah, so it was. Uh, that, that was when he was talking to Pillman down in hell, which was... Oof, uh, yeah, nice. that was that one. Some spicy shit right there. But, um, before you get into the match, um, there's a sign. Won't give up my girlfriend for MGF. You would need a choice, pal. <laughs> so MGF's parents were actually at the show as well, and they had a they had a sign saying, like, we hate MGF too. Yeah, we're Rick, MGF's parents. We also hate MGF. Rick, Ricky Shane Page's tweet about that. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> no chill whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was yeah, it was spicy. Um, interesting choice of, of partners. So MGF comes out with Wardlow, obviously. Whereas um, Pillman comes out with just what? Julia Hart. Is, is Wardlow really going to hit Julia Hart? No, but you know, it's not like, well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but you, could, you know, no Griff Garrison um, to help him. It's because Wardlow did a bad murder on him. <laughs> yeah, Wardlow killed him. Yeah, I like to think he's still. I, think, I like to think he's still looking around backstage for his head like a zombie. He's still doing roly polies for that clothesline. <laughs> sort of spinning in place, just yeah. like. Sonic just charging him up. Off like a fucking fly on the windshield. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, this, match was, this match was good fun. It, it was all right. It was, it was what yeah. it needed to be. I think yeah. it, it did a really good job of, of giving Pillman a really solid base. And like, it, it gave. He really let him get across his like his sort of babyface character. He was he was he was absolutely the sort of you know the fighting against the odds sort of you know struggling all the time all the way through this match because MGF was taking every shortcut. He was cutting him off all the time. Wardlow was getting involved at one point. Uh, Pillman goes for a dive and MGF just grabs Julia and like stands in the way of, and like so Pillman has to pull up and then MGF goes to look goes to look like he's about to smack her one. Um, yeah, which yeah. <sighs> If only. I mean, in terms of heel MJF, not a woman not, is not okay. Not, not Julia Hart <laughs> asking for a thumping. A woman is not okay. Someone's been watching too much attitude here, mate, haven't they? Unless they hit you for a thing. What do you get put it through a table, shouldn't they, or something, you know? Fucking hell. Um, we put 50 beer out into today. <laughs> So yeah, so the finish of the match, I, I really enjoyed oh, so like throughout the match, um obviously MJF been working on the arm of Pillman like quite a lot, setting him up for the for the sort of, the, sort of like you know weakening the arm. Standard MGF move, yeah. Yep. And the finish was really nice. So Pillman went for what do you call it? Air uh, Pillman. Like the, the sort of um top oh, springboard, like springboard clothesline. Springboard clothesline. And as he did that, obviously he jumps he jumped at MGF with his arm out. So, you know, kind of asking for it. Yeah, MGF just grabs the arm. As he's in the air, grabs the arm and locks it inside the earth, which looked it looked really smooth the way he did it. It was really, really good. And that was it. Pillman tapped out. So MJF yeah. wins. I mean, yeah. did anyone did anyone not see MJF winning this? No, it, it was nah. one of them storylines where MJF just came off of losing to Jericho. He yeah. needed something to do. Give him Pillman Jr. Yeah. a bit. Push Pillman Jr. up a little bit with working with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't look bad yeah. in losing here. Like I said, he, he fought the odds this entire match, and he he, almost, he very nearly held his own and like overcame. Didn't feel out of place. No, no, and he looked he looked like he belonged there as well, which was really nice. Um, 
his gear looked great. He looked great. He carried himself really well. I mean, he's not. He's been wrestling for like three years. Yeah. Which is, you know, he's phenomenally polished for considering how how, how long how much time he's got under his belt. Yeah. I mean, he, he did work on talking Chopper Mania, so that, that's a sort of already he's <laughs> got to get polished. He's got to work on that. Uh, yeah. So the next uh, up, Gallows. We had a quick backstage promo. Jericho and Hager. I, forget, I literally can't remember anything about this. Jericho and Hager backstage promo about men of the year. Um, oh, is this when Hager talked? And it was yeah. Like, oh, he Hager's drunk because he started singing fat face dipshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he Chris just doesn't like, have like the me. voice for it. Chris is like me. That, that was last week. We're doing something yeah. else. Yeah. He, no, it was Hager that sung it though. Yeah, yeah. But Jericho was like, <laughs> "Fuck's sake, mate." You know, yeah. Oh, come on. We've already got our t-shirt out of this. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was fine. Um, then next up, we have Malachi Black versus the triumphant return of Homelander slash oh, That fucking... Oh, oh, I'm, that is one thing I missed is just Cody's grand entrance, to be honest with you. Oh. It, is, it, is not, it is pretty cool. I, um, I don't know why, but it's been a while since we've seen it. That is that fucking KP as well. <laughs> The thing is, as well, in in his head, Cody was like, thinks he's fucking Captain America, but in reality, he's Homelander. Yeah, that's, <laughs> he that's genuinely the, is. Funny, yeah, that's the funny part about it. Uh, the thing is, his gear's more like Homelander as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got help. the same hair. <laughs> I mean, he was... Probably stands on top of a building, wanking, knowing Cody. <laughs> he was... A level of God complex. Oh, one thing to mention about his entrance, Brandy's back. Oh, great. My my no literally says Brandy's back. Great. (laughs) Gotta gotta promote that show. You know. Uh, Rose at the top ain't gonna promote itself. Um, Why is um, Malachi's uh, new-ish entrance with like the red light? Yeah. Every time he every time comes out, it just looks incredible. He had like yeah, he had the red content on his eye this time, so he had like one red eye. I've got a I've got a theory in regards to Malachi's face paint as well. That I think because it's slowly turning into a skull on his full face, isn't it? Uh, it's got darker anyway. Yeah, it I think spread I, out more. I think by the time, it, well, it's slowly like taking over his face because when he debuted, he just had like the little ring round his eye, didn't he? And then it's like going more and more. I reckon he's going to feud the Derby once he's done with Cody, and he's going to have like the full skull. Oh, that'd be nice. Um, you say once he's done with Cody, I think he's done with Cody. Well, no, Cody's got to get his win back, mate. Aye, Cody's got to get a win back. Come, oh, on. come on, mate. Come on. That's all right. Come on. You, you know how this game works. He blackmasked him so hard, he's feuding with Matt Sandell this week, so don't worry about it. I'm still not feeling Black's fucking shorts. I don't know why. I'm, it's not. I like him. Uh, uh, I prefer the trunks, but the shorts, like at least the shorts didn't look like just a spare pair of fucking like footy shorts he had like the first time you wore them. It's like he skips leg like, day. It just feels I think, weird. I think the um, I think, <laughs> I think like, his trunks make it make his legs. They look tight on his legs, like on his thighs almost, because he's got big thighs. Yeah, I, I like the shorts. They, they, give him, they look more comfortable for him. He looks like he can breathe. He can move a better. He can breathe a better. You know, every man deserves comfort. But I like to see the outline. <laughs> you want to see his throbbing thighs? <laughs> yeah, his throbbing thighs. His thighs definitely. Yeah. yeah. His uh, yeah, so so basically, uh, you, you want to see his tummy end, don't you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, 
the big the big sort of story about this match is how much the crowd are booing Cody. Oh mate. Did you see what Arn said? He compared Cody to fucking Cena and the Rock. I was like, shut up, Arn. <laughs> he was like, Oh yeah, similar thing happened to Cena and the Rock when like he was get like when he started like doing stuff outside of the company and people started booing. I was like, No, not at all. Not, yeah, not at all. It just everyone would rather Malachi Black beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Everyone's just sick of Cody's shit. Just turn him heel. He's the best heel in the company. Yeah, so he's he's working over Malachi's legs here, like sort of trying to just try and neutralize the kicking game. Um and then we we have to talk, don't we, about um about the on Anderson incident. So what? Falling off the apron. <laughs> he pays <laughs> pays a loving tribute to Deathmatch Legend Luther. I right, trying to <laughs> trying to walk around the corner of the apron and falling off. It was so funny because it was like, was that meant to happen? And then he just took the camera away from it. I was like, all right, it's not. And then it was but like, then oh, Cody plays Cody weirdly like tries to play it off, like, oh, I'll go out, I'll ask him if he's okay. And then yeah. Arn just shouted at him. I, <laughs> so they, so they, kind I, of, they kind of add-lib it, don't they? To the point where you sort of think, oh, that might just have been planned. Hmm. I, I but, think but Cody then Cody went. Co- Cody instantly got an offense again, though. Hmm. Right, so it, it's pointless if it was meant. Yeah, I, I think I think Cody and Brandy are going to turn on Arn. Did you see Brandy's reaction when, um, when like Arn yelled at Cody? Yeah, she was. She looked like she was fucking fuming with Arn. Cody just giving Arn a crossroads after a after he yeah. stopped him beating Matt. You know, I was, you know, I was fuming with Malachi Black for not fucking Black Mass and Brandy when she got in the ring and gave him the fingers. Oh, I, I'm not happy about that. I just, I, I just, I just have to why do we all want men to hit women? Like, what's going on? Here? <laughs> who, who, I, I who, who hurt you? Who hurt you? People get in Malachi Black's face and should just kick them in the fucking. Aye. Part of his gimmick. Um, exactly. no, I feel, I felt like it kind of, like, <laughs> demystified uh, Black a bit. Brandy getting in his face because, like. That built him up as this big threat, threat, and then Air just got like rolling in the ring and fucking making it about Air when she didn't. They didn't need to add it. Didn't add anything to the match. It was just Brandy getting a Stephanie McMahon moment. It, it genuinely was. It didn't do anything. I think, I think, the, I think yeah. the best way to describe the ending of this match is Malachi Black escapes. He, he dodges the bullet because <laughs> the yeah. Cody bullet. Yeah. Oh. Cody, Cody dodged the bullet first, didn't he? When he got black masked and just fouled the ring. Yeah. But then later on, um, after the Arn Anderson bump incident, so they had another. There's another spot after that. Arn got back on the apron, and Cody like got whipped into him, knocked him off. And as they were doing that, um, I gave Black. Well, there was some fuckery, and I gave Marco Black. He was under the ring for a bit, wasn't he? And it's like, oh, I wonder what he's doing under there, because like he was yeah. he was on the floor with his head like under the ring. And then Cody gets him up and puts him back in the ring, and then Black just like sprays black mist in his face. Yeah, and rolls him up. And then rolls him up. I'd have preferred him to go spring off his face and kick his head off, but you know. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. Gotta keep Cody strong, mate. <laughs> Got Rhodes to the top to promote. Oh, get out. <laughs> Got to go big show to go, to promote, mate. Gotta, uh, gotta bring do. back Rosario Dawson and she's I, gonna fucking make Malachi look like a tit as well. I do feel though again this is this is building towards something for Cody. Like everyone you, you say, like Cody, I, I think he always says he's more aware I, of his character than a lot of people give him credit for. I think that he's going to turn on Lee Johnson this week. You reckon? A tag match. Yeah, I reckon. Just leave him, just like, walk out and leave him. They're going to try and say, like, the Black Mist corrupted Cody or something. <laughs> oh, and Cody just dyes his hair again. <laughs> and then starts getting red eyes. And just he grows, no, he grows just, like, a beard out, like, dyes that a little black. Uh, black makeup on his face. <laughs> just put him just he put has, him like, back. a little purple eye. 
Just put them back in the elite and let them hang out with Adam Cole, baby. Uh, well, they said they, they said they kicked Cody out the elite, didn't they? On the TV. Yeah. Brother, brother, brother. Do you really want Cody back in the elite? Cody should never have been in the elite to begin with. He fucking politics his way into it. <laughs> Basically, just remember got when, fucking horned into Bullet Club. Remember when Jeff Jarrett was in the Bullet Club? Fucking hell. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. Jeff Jarrett's still in the Bullet Club. Speaking of things that were fine, more than fine. Uh, next up, we had FCR versus Sting and Darby Allen. Oh, this match was awesome. Again, this is this is like the third match now where it's like, holy shit, Sting is still really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, new face paint as well. Yeah, like that. Um, like you said, Jay, it was quite um, like samurai, like sort of little oriental sort of nod to it, wasn't it? Was it you said that? Yeah. Someone, someone said that too. I didn't. I didn't say that, but yeah, it was kind of like it was cool. It looked like more weather. It looked a bit more like um. Like, like it had been smudged across his face. Yeah. yeah, like that was the whole premise of it. Is because his mm. shit got wiped off last week. So, yeah. And the, the big sort of what the fuck moment in this was Sting hitting a top row crossbody. Yeah, like it ain't no thing. Ain't no thing at all. And then I loved, um, I loved Darby going for a double top, double cough and drop onto both of FTR, and he was like, "No, mate, you weigh about hundred pounds." <laughs> Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was good totally fun. Totally taking a totally taking a little bump as well. Yeah, just, t- just totally being a top shit. That was, it was fucking brilliant. Just absolute shit by the way around the whole match. Yeah, it's just, just, just again, it's just, just really good fun. Um, Darby and Sting just work really well together, don't they? They've got like a really good sort of tag team chemistry. FCR are a great tag team. I know Aaron hates them, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, uh, this match was a bit me. Was it? Yeah. To, to, to me, it was. I. I, uh, I did. Yeah. I did like FTR's NWO. Yeah. Oh, the moment of the match for me. Speaking of this, um, little nice. If, you, if you're a wrestling sort of historian and you, you know about the, the great matches that we never got to see, uh, Dax doing a, a Undertaker throat like a throat cut motion mm. and then going for a tombstone pad where everyone's sting was was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Now, is it wise to hit a tombstone on someone bigger than you? I mean, probably not. No, it's a genuine question. Probably not. <laughs> like, don't, don't worry, no. don't, worry no, don't worry about, about it. it. Especially a man that had to retire because of neck things. But yeah, it's, it's fine. It. it doesn't matter. He didn't hit it anyway. It was fine. Sting counted it and then yeah. hit a stinger splash on both of them. And then there was a nice little moment at the end where. Um, FTR put a chair in like the corner of the ring and like Sting, you could see like, oh no, Sting is gonna like Sting a splash and he's gonna move out of the way and like he's gonna hit the chair. And then Sting just like stopped and was like, ah no, make this a chair there. I'm not going into that. Not today, dickheads. And then Dax went into it instead. So mm. yeah. Did. And then we talk about very brief about the ending, because this was pretty sick. So Sting had Dax locked in the Scorpion Deathlock in the middle of the ring. And FDR were doing that like sort of FDR spot where like one of them grabs the other one's arm and they sort of like wheel them towards yeah. the ropes. And so, so Cash is like on the apron, like with his hand in the ring, like holding on to Dax. A Darby just hits a cough and drop off the top rope onto the, the way apron. they shot it as well, he just appeared from nowhere. Yeah. It was great. It was well, it looked it. and it looked fucking brutal as well. It uh, looked... I like the ending. <laughs> it's cool. Very cool. Yep. So and then Dax taps out. So Sting and Darby pick up the win. 
Right, before you get into the next match, you've missed a promo. It's the Sammy and Miro promo. I'm only going to mention this because Miro says, he demands pain, she demands pleasure, and sometimes pain. <laughs> I love Miro. He's the best. Every week we've got to say whatever line is said because it's just <laughs> too good. <laughs> yep, and then we had a oh, little video package to build up for the main event. So it was a little recap of Ruby Soho and Britt Baker's spicy promos from last week. It's the only thing spicy about Ruby Soho. Wow. <laughs> not a fan. I'll say it. I'll say it. You're not a fan? Uh, overrated. Wow. Right, well, we'll talk, let's talk about it because we're on to the main <laughs> event. Um, yeah, so this is Baker Mr. Soho for the Women's Championship. Uh, main event. Why, why is this the main event? Because you can't put... Because it's the title match, right? You, you can't put... It's like literally the only title match on the entire show. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be the main event. What would you put on the main event? Cody in black or... But you could have easily had Danielson oh, and Kenny. Well, no, you easily. couldn't. You couldn't. You could have. You yes, can't. You no, 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 because that because match, the, that the match fans has, are going to be happy. No, 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 anyway. no, no, because that match has to go thirty minutes because of the because of yeah. the way it's planned out. So if anything, they, if anything overruns and you put that match on last, you're fucked. Yeah, that's why they put it on first. Yeah, Black and Cody could have been up there. Black and Cody could have gone shorter as well, though, to be fair. I thought. <laughs> yeah. No, this was this is well deserving. It was the it was. I think well, so. It was one of the most built-up matches on the show, and it definitely deserved the main event. Britt, de- Britt deserves the main event whenever she's defending the title on the show, in my opinion. Britt, Britt deserves the main event. Britt is one of the most... Ru- no, Ru- Ruby Ruby got a massive pop. Ruby, like... Did she? People- I never heard yeah. it. Yeah, she did. Pe- people people want to see Ruby there. As much as you don't, people do want to see her there. So I, I don't know where you're hearing this massive pop from, but sure. Got a big pop when she came out. Yeah. Okay. Hey, the three me fucking speakers on me telly, mate. So uh, one thing I like one thing I like quite early on in this match, um, Ruby has an opening to like Brits on the mat. Uh, Ruby climbs up the top rope and instead of attacking Brits, just jumps on uh, Rebel and Jamie Hayter on the outside. Which is quite nice. Sort of um, you know, trying to even up the odds nice and early. And uh, yeah. I mean, this was it's a fine, fine, fine match. It was again. Brit, Brit is just a really good. It's so weird, isn't it? Because she's such a good heel in the ring, but then she's so over. <laughs> it's it, it's a bit like all, your boyfriend, really. Isn't it? it's, it's almost a bit jarring, <laughs> but it's it's not. It's fine, but it's almost a little bit awkward. Like, oh, you you kind of want to cheer her, but then she does like all the heel stuff really well as well. A bit like a boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's, he's literally like the top baby face in the company, <laughs> but he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, not, I, um, not, not, not a great deal to talk about in the match. It was, it was just, it, no, was, just a, it was just a good just solid match. Enough, to be honest. I didn't think it was enough. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was amazing. I just thought it was, it was fine. Just a, it was just a straight up heel face match. You know, there was no. Yeah. I don't there was, there, there was not, Ruby selling throughout was fantastic. I thought, like, yeah, somebody, so, like when, um, like after the lockjaw, for example, and did, didn't she take a, a Pittsburgh sunrise as well? Yeah, she did. Yeah, and she sold that like a fucking trooper. Yep. Yeah. 
So, I, yeah. I feel I feel like the again, same as Kenny and Brian, they might be building like to a, a second match with these two. I think there's definitely more. I like they'd only scratch the surface of what they could do. Well, they brought Ruby in as like such a massive like player, haven't they? Mm. Yeah. So yeah. You okay there, mate? Uh, I'm not saying a word. I have you look you look really upset when Ben said that, that's all. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, so at the end of the match, um Ruby sort of she had to get to roll up. And she's sort of like taking control of the match, looking for a finisher, and then Jamie Hayter gets a cheap shot in it, in while the referee's distracted. Britt comes in, slaps on the lock jaw, and Ruby taps out. Uh, everyone taps out to the lock jaw. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Britt wins, Britt retains. Uh, Ruby hits her finisher, which is now called the no future kick during the match. Not the right kick. Not the right kick. No future. Because punk in it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not future during Devon. Right, so that's going to do it for Dynamite. Um, Do anyone got any highs and or lows they want to talk about? Um, I think my high for Dynamite got to be Brian Danielson. Does anybody not have Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega as the high? All right, okay. Contrary Mary down there has to be. Oh, he's got to be different. Yeah, well, I'm with with you, Jay. I have have Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega as my high. What was yours, Aaron? To, to be fair, I'm looking at the card and nothing's screaming at me. Uh, Isn't it? I... Uh, it's nay. It's nay, no. Uh, yeah, I'll just say my highs that opening match because there's nothing staying out. Uh, as I said, there was a gap in the match, like in the middle somewhere, that just got a bit... Uh, because the start and ending of it was ridiculous. But in between it got a bit slow and steady. Does anyone have any lows? Yes. All right. Just before the words even left my mouth there, fucking hell. Fucking hell. Aaron's got like loads of grievances to hear today. What's going on, mate? <laughs> That's why you should do these shows on a Monday because Aaron's always in a foul mood. He's so grumpy on a Monday. Um, that that main event wasn't doing it for me. I'm sorry. It was fair enough. Each to their own, dear. Yeah. Fresh. Each to their own. Uh, All right, I, my, I, I don't have any lows for this show. I think everything, um, was, everything was good. My only low really was just like the Cody and Black match went a little long. No, no, the roll up finish. No, I mean it was it was uh, quite. No, nah, I was not asked about that because like the Black missed it. Like. It was it was smart in the sense that he was covering Cody's face with his body, so it disguised yeah. the fact that he hit the black mist, so it made sense. It was totally what no one else is going to make sense is Cody hitting the green mist because he's Cody. It's got to do the no, same no, thing. No, don't be stupid. Mate. <laughs> It'll be blue, red, white, and blue. Green mist. It'll be red, white, and blue. Mate. Come on. <laughs> It'll literally be fucking stars and stripes coming out of his mouth, not mist. A flag. <laughs> just think it's be a full American flag. Yeah, just fly out of his mouth. It'll just be it'll just be a load of eagles just flying out of his mouth. <laughs> oh fair. Right. So we'll move on to a two-hour rampage. Fuck. Now this was the sh- better show of the two. I fucking love this show. Oh, it was fantastic. Okay, I thought as bar, 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 bar one thing, but then something else changed that. Like it was still good because other things happened in it. Yeah, this right. show felt incredibly 
um, well put together. Like there was, there were no rough edges at all here. Like everything, even like the stuff that you like, we'll get to it. But even the stuff that I wouldn't normally be down for, that they added bits in that made me care more about it. Yeah, it together. Um, so yep, yeah, we have uh, Excalibur joined by Ricky Starks and Taz. This is so cool. So if you have Excalibur and then two members of Team Taz, just like Bolion. Excalibur on commentary, which was hilarious for like the entire show. And then you got Don Callis a little later on as well. And that piece of shit, Don Callis, comes in. A yeah. carny piece of shit. Um, right, so first off, we go straight into it. We have CM Punk versus P- 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 Powerhouse Hobbs. He's wearing Trunks, boys. Aaron's excited because he can see all oh, CM Punk's legs. Oh, I, I've seen his outline. <laughs> he's, got, he's got him. He's got new tattoos on his knees, hasn't he? I know it was weird, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. He's, he's wearing trunks again, boys. Like it's cheesy. I will say his gear didn't look like it was finished. I it looked very plain, didn't it? It was very. Well, it was just... the trunks. The trunks looked like they were part of the tights. Like he was meant to have wore them over the tights. A bit like Shawn Michaels used to do. Yeah, no. But, yeah. Just, just don't, don't, put tights on. don't put tights on. Punk. I didn't hate the tights. I, I just prefer trunks. CM Punk and trunks is a jam. He, 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 should, he should come bring back his board shorts just for one day. Do, do his macho man ones. I want them. Get them I, when they go. I would, if, if he brings back old gear, he needs to bring back the Bret Hart ones. They were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they were fucking banging. Oh. Right, so, yeah, so this first match up yeah, with Punk v Hobbs. Um, Punk starts out on top. Um, obviously, um, Charles at Hobbs, driven the dropkick. Um, and they, 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 my favorite, one of my favourite things about this match, I, I was speaking to Jay about this yesterday, was Taz like trying to put over Punk whilst at the same time being really concerned about what, what was happening to Hobbs. Yeah, like, we've, we've said we've said it a lot of times. I mean, like Taz is really good at like putting people over, even though he's a heel. Yeah, yeah. I I think the thing that I really really enjoyed about this match was the fact that I felt like he belonged. Yeah, like he's a guy who I've since like day one since seeing him. I thought that guy's gonna go far in AEW. Like he's he's probably gonna be like one of the main guys in like about five six years time. It was his one year anniversary of signing for AEW like the other week. And like, yeah. what a how far, look how far he's come in like 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's from, awesome. From being like Mox's like baby face, like, you know, side friend, friend. To, to like literally having a match with CM Punk. Yeah. CM Punk's second match in AW. Yeah. His first televised match in seven years. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was cool as well. The fact that like there was just like little things like he, that he was doing. Like just when, um, he, I can't remember what he'd done to Punk, but he would, he got on the top rope and he was like doing the go to sleep thing, and he just looked menacing doing it. Yeah, like the yeah. whole match, he looked menacing and looked like he was like a real threat to Punk. And it it wouldn't have been as much of a shock, I think, if he had the one. Like it was, obviously would have been shocking, but I don't think it would have been as much of a shock with the way they built it up if Hobbs had the one. Yeah. Yeah, um, and he could easily have seen like the be like some fuckery and like Hobbs could easily. I mean, they were never going to let Punk lose this, but I, like, I've know. got a feeling Starks has beaten Punk. You know, well that, that the way they're sort of it's, it's interesting the way they're sort of talking about the, the the way they're sort of protecting Starks in this feud is that Punk it, wants to get it, to him and they're not letting him. Yeah, like Ricky Starks isn't even coming out for promos or anything. Like he's just staying well clear of. He was anything. very dismissed. He was very dismissive of Punk on commentary as well. Every time, like Excalibur tried to allude to Starks facing Punk, Starks like, "Oh no, he doesn't want any of this." 
<laughs> he, yeah. very, he was very dismissive of Punk. So I think he's going he's gonna to shift back his way around wrestling Punk for as long as he can. And then eventually it's going to get him. Yeah, I, I assume his feud with uh, Brian Cage is dead in the water. Cage's injured, right? Cage's injured. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's out with an injury. Um, he's dodgy knees. He's also been tweeting about his penis, which is probably not the best look. No. <laughs> I mean, Aaron might like it, but you know. <laughs> uh, Aaron, what are your thoughts on Brian Cage's outline? Uh, very average size, but that's because he's a big boy, isn't he? It's like Andre the Giant. Like everyone went on about how his penis was actually big, but it just looked average because of the size of him. So like a baby. <laughs> oh, that's an apple. Fair enough. Um actually yeah, so back, back to the match. Um <laughs> But I'll go to go with it back and forth. And then uh, punk with a nice sort of like Randy Savage style elbow drop, which was lovely. Good to see. Obviously. Yeah, that elbow drop, drop punks ever done. Yeah, but I mean, punks are punks are wrestling nerd, and so he, he likes it. He likes an homage. Mm. Just love yeah. a little match on an elbow drop for the boys. And then um, punk, the, the lovely little counter. Punk went for a go to sleep, and then like Hobbs like dropped, like blocked it as he dropped him, which was oh, it was so good. Just when oh, the spinebuster. Yeah, oh. and then he just picked, he just caught his leg, just picked him up, and just nailed him on the floor. It was great. The fact that he's made me love a spinebuster again. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hobbs, my boy, hit the fucking Oklahoma stampede. Yes, boy. Oh, a bit of Dr. Death. Love it. Love a bit of like, the, the original Hoss. Yeah, so that was two for a two count. And then um, then we had that, that sort of slightly iffy Hurricane Runner off the top rope. Oh, is it because Hobbs didn't actually jump off that it just... Look I think really sore. Yeah, I think I think I Hobbs think kind of it, he kind of sandbagged with it, didn't he? he just didn't quite yeah. get, the, get the release off the top rope. That and also the fact that like obviously he blocked it first and then Punk like went back up, so they were already in like a bit of an awkward position when yeah. Punk like sat back up. He, so, yeah, it was already, he sort of landed like, on like, the side of his head when he, when he hit the floor, and it was, like thankfully he, he he looked like he was fine. So, like uh, yeah. what happened? It was really weird. So obviously they had that, that sort you know, of all like, those muscles around his neck, mate. It's not fucking breaking. Well, well, they, had, they, had, they had that rough landing, and then all of a sudden, like straight away, Punk went into an armbar, and I was like, oh shit, is he doing this? Because like Hobbs, it's just to buy time. Is Hobbs like knock silly? What's, what's going on? But then I saw like Hobbs had his he had his hands clasped. So I was like, oh no, fuck, he's he's, he's fine. He knows what, he knows what's going on. He's playing along. It's it's all good. Everything's presumably okay. Yeah, and then we have that classic. I, I mean, I, I've seen this so many times, but I'll never, I'll never not love it. Like the you're in an armbar, and then you just pick them up with one arm, power slam them, um, power them. That, that's always a fun spot, isn't it? I love a bit of that. Then we had a bit more back and forth. Um, Hook come up for another bit. Hook's been sort of like fucking around. Like I, I love Send this. Um, I love how they just interject Hook into um, into the, into this. Yeah, if it really does feel like they're gonna have a match as well, which I'm really quite excited about. Yeah, Hook's debut against Pungas. Oh, what a what a debut! What? I know having that on your resume. Debuted against CM Punk. Look, uh, who have you wrestled? <laughs> oh, just CM Punk. Just <laughs> oh, right. on TV as well. One match, one match, one match to retire. Like fuck it, don't care. Um, just CM Punk done. That's it. No one else. Um, yeah. So Hobbs. Um, Goes to charge a punk. Punk was out the way. Hobbs hits hook. 
Hobbs turns around, Punk hits him. Uh, fair play to Punk, man. This is the third time he's picked Hobbs up on his shoulder for GTS. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big boy. Uh, fair play to Punk for getting him up three times. And he puts Actual him, meat castle, Will Hobbs. Yeah, he puts, puts him down this time with the GTS for the one, two, three. Um, yeah, this is easily the best match Hobbs has had in AW. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, this is the Punk we love, isn't it? Just to put another guy over even in defeat. Yeah, I mean, people are going to... I mean, I'm sure on the internet somewhere, people have already said, oh, no, look at this. CM Punk, two matches in, he's buried two original talents. But they've come out looking stronger. Yeah, I mean, these are people who haven't watched the matches because he's elevated both of them. And they're probably also fans of Christian, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, um, as I said said earlier... um, Hobbs didn't feel out of place in this match at all. No. Punk he made him like look like he belonged there. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah. And Hobbs did as well. If everybody to Hobbs, credit to him, he, he really stepped up. I mean, he's not a bad wrestler. You know, he's, I don't know if he's had any bad matches in AEW. I don't um, I think he's had the chance to go fight a very well-experienced no. wrestler, though. This is the first time he's been put in, yeah, but this is the first time he's put in this position where he's had like 14, 15 minutes to go with a guy who can really go and he's yeah, and he, really, like, and he, and he hung he hung well. Mox yeah. is more of a brawler, isn't he? Rather than a proper like technical wrestler. Yeah, he had to I mean Hobbs had to be all the power game here. He had to do all the big moves. Yeah. Like and he did them all perfectly. His power game was great. He, he was a he was a legitimate threat for the entire match. Like with the with the big moves and punks, I'm give punk his credit. He sold them really well. Like those, like those several shots where punk like literally just looked like, what the fuck am I doing here? This is this is not great. <laughs> can, I, can, can I retire again? <laughs> <laughs> can, I have, can I have another seven years off? <laughs> I say the, the only issue of the match was the dodgy rhino, but uh, yeah, thankfully everyone was fine. And it yeah, didn't, didn't so that's fine. Um, didn't hurt anyone. Uh, yeah. So next up, then we had a little Thunder Rosa promo, uh, which I really liked. Thunder Rosa is just dead, dead angry, and she and she wants to yeah, fight with fuck, everyone. Fuck me, she shouts, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah That's literally all I've got for this. Thunder Rosa shouts a lot loudly. Th- Thunder Rosa <laughs> wants to, wants to fight Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill wants to fight Nyla Rose and Thunder Rosa. So there, they're gonna have a load of big fights, aren't they? And that's gonna be fun because they're all gonna hit each other dead hard. Oh, do a triple threat, the full gear, please. Yeah, just build it up. Why, why wait till full gear? You just got to build something, mate. Come on. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't be that fine. Can't give it all away on TV. All right, Tony. All right, Tony. Can't. I mean, you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently you can because next up we've got Adam Cole and the Young Bucks teaming against Christine Cage and Jurassic Express. Now this could be a pay. I mean. CM Punk and Will Hobbs could be a pay-per-view Back. match. This could be a pay-per-view match. This, this was the match I was waiting for like on this show. Even though it had Christian in it, this was the match I wanted to see. You I mean, know what Christian is. I said, this, <laughs> I, I said to you yesterday, Jay, this, I feel this, like Christian's like a fucking blight on wrestling. <laughs> Fuck me, mate. There was, there was a period in this match where it was just like a, remi- a casual reminder that Jungle Boy is really good at wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> And, like, um, like that, um, that double arm drag he did was insane. Yeah, can, can we before we talk about the match? Can we talk about Adam Cole's entrance? Oh my oh, god! How he how he hit the boom like on time this time? Yeah, well, that the, one. The initial <laughs> pop was huge. Yeah. Then the boom was huge, and then the Adam Cole baby. I think the fucking Arthur Ashe still hasn't stopped shaking. <laughs> I, 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 I like tore a hole in time. It was that loud. 
it was <laughs> well wait till you see bt because they they have it from like brandon cutler's like camera yeah and it's fucking loud or somehow one of the things what one of the things i loved about like last week's bta so from last monday uh, they had like the camera didn't they for adam cole's debut at um all out yeah and like he's about to go he's literally about to go up the ramp and i like, cut this filming him and then his music hits and you hear like the roar of the crowd and Cole just sort of, like turns around and smiles and you can just see it's like genuine pure joy on his face it's yeah. like because like you said this is the first time since like new japan that adam uh, adam cole's been in a stadium full of fans yeah yeah like, you've had that you've had that like massive fifteen thousand plus person pop for adam cole which is it's unbelievable yeah he um on bt as well he's like he, when he's entering he says he's like turns to uh, Nick Jackson says, I've been waiting five years for this, which is cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Jungle Boy Jungle Boy kicks off with, with some absolute filth. Uh, I loved the spot where, um, where Cole had Jungle Boy in the camel clutch and the Young Bucks were like teasing, that, like they were running back and forth, like teasing like, the, the baseball slides. Then they got to stop the momentum, give him a kiss, do the backflip, hit the drop kick. That was beautiful. Someone's remade that in, um, in Fire Free Wrestling and it's incredible. Cool. Mikey, Ruck, Mikey Ruck has tweeted it. Wow. Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, this match was just insanity. It was, it was just everything you wanted it to be. You know what is insanity? A guy in the crowd with a sign saying, "Hey, Braun, we're waiting." No, no, we're not. <laughs> that is insanity. That, that man, does, that man does not represent us. <laughs> no, just, just leave Braun to fight in EC3 instead of. The thing man. is, you couldn't not see him because he wasn't in his seat or that. He was like on his stairwell. He was on the coming stair. down. <laughs> And no one was telling him to go sit down. He just stood there the did whole you, match. Did you see it? Did you see his other sign? No, what was it? Vince Fear's good creative. <laughs> <laughs> he had like oh. three. He had that. He had Vince Fear's good creative, and there was another. Fucking um, hell! It was a nerdy video game one as well, but I forgot what it was. Yeah, somewhere. there was a couple of nerdy video game ones. I love how it's, I love how like AW signs because we call like some sort of like JRPG like turf yeah. war. <laughs> There was a guy who had some fucking gold ones on Extreme Rules last night. There's like a thread. There's a thread that Botchamania put of them, and it's like oh, one, nice. of them, one of them's like the Goofy movie is filth. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so, brilliant. Uh, yeah, so I mean, this match was was just nonstop nonsense. It was super fast paced. Like even Chris, like Aaron said, like even Christian was bringing it. Hey, hey, it's on the run. See, be- see before the match even started. At least Christian knows the stars come out last. At least he knows <laughs> this match is not about him. <laughs> but it was just like I mean, it was just like it was so good. So it was he like, couldn't, he you couldn't had, like, Tars and Boy. Well, you had like the Young Bucks came out first. Then you had like Adam Cole came out. Then you had like Christian came out. And I'm, I'm just I'm just sitting there home watching this, going like a year ago. Could you even conceive that this that this match was going like, to happen? You've got no. you've got heel Young Bucks. Like red hot, like one of the top guys in the company, Jungle Boy. You've got Christian, you've got Adam Cole, all in the same match on TV. <laughs> Whoa, show Luchasaurus some respect. Hey, Luchasaurus gets a pop every time, like yeah. every match he's in. So. Yeah, well, he ain't getting the strap, is he? No, he ain't getting the strap. Sure, he should do. That's fine, don't worry about it. He's not, face, he's not, he's not future face of the company. Hey, no. hey, you don't know, you've not seen it. 
I think I am. Who's that fucking Adam Gold, baby? Check me forward in time. <laughs> Fractured the tasty bears. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even like horses anymore. No. That was it. It's ruined it for me. <laughs> You're like little guys now. <laughs> like midget wrestling. <laughs> All I watch now is WLC, mate, every day. <laughs> <laughs> what has this became this podcast? This is why we don't do ever podcasts ever on Monday night <laughs> because everything's fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, right, so this match sort of there was a really cool. Right, so we get towards the end of the match. There's a really cool sequence on the outside where um, Jungle Boy hit. Nick with something, no, with Matt, he hit Matt with something. He yeah. hit, hit the Rana on the outside, wasn't it? Um, oh, yeah, like, uh, so Jungle hit, over Matt, yes, and, and then walked into a super kick. And Nick and just kicked Christian his face off. Then Christian speared Nick on the ramp, and then Matt hoofed him the dick from behind. Yeah, and then Christian gets thrown off the ramp and hits like his face on the box on the outside. Then Jungle Boy gets thrown off as well. So basically, they basically whittle it down so that it's a three on one against Luchasaurus. And yeah. then there was like a really cool, like Luchasaurus got that under. So like Luchasaurus was lying down, Adam Cole was sort of like cockily sort of like stalking him. And he goes like sat up and was like, what are you fucking going to do to it? Um, yeah. And Adam Cole looked real scared. Um, and for a choke slam on him, Cole hit a vicious shining wizard. Yeah. That Panama Sunrise as well. He did on Luchasaurus. He's filth. Yeah. So yeah, so the, the finish is Cole hits the Shining Wizard, then hits the Panama Sunrise on like Luto Lucasaurus like staggered. Cole uh, Cole turns around, hits Panama Sunrise, Bucks get in the ring, hit the BT trigger, and Cole hits what was the last shot, but is now the boom. Yeah, it was the last shot, and then it was the shot, and now it's the boom. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Um a hellacious knee from Adam Cole is enough to, to keep the dinosaur down and yeah, the super click win. And we can all have a little breather now. And then he has a little stare down with Jungle Boy. And I get the yeah. that we're going to Jungle Boy versus Cole on Rampage. On uh, Dynamite. Dynamite, that's going to be filth. Dynamite. That. Insane, isn't yeah. Isn't Sammy Miro on Dynamite as well? Sammy Miro's on Dynamite, yeah. Yeah. And uh, potentially Bray debuting. Well, we'll see. There's potential, but... According to dear old Davey Meltzer. <sighs> Dave can get in the bin. Right, so if you, if, you need, if, you need, if you need a bit of a breather... We've got um... a. <laughs> oh, let, let's start popping. Let's fucking cheer for Jake Hager, shall we? What? To be fair, right? Matt, I, you know. I didn't hate Jake Hager in this match. I thought he did what he needed to do quite well. Hmm. So we have Men of the Year versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. This is the, the Dan Lambeth um, Boomer MMA wrestling is better when it's, you know, piss soaked knives and people in the back sort of thing. wrestling is better when they're over six foot and white even though I've got someone not white and under six foot but it's fine yeah <laughs> I said this is such a okay, weird <laughs> I mean it wasn't me that said it this did you have a stroke or something no no this is Dan Lambert saying like wrestling was better back in the day when like yeah. bigger and stronger and manlier yet he's feuding with two guys from back in the day Alongside two guys, like, a lot younger and smaller, yeah. So it's a, bit, it's a bit of an odd pairing, but I mean, obviously they're trying to they're trying to use them to get the rub on the men of the year, which is odd because men of the year are really good talkers. But anyway, let's let's carry on. 
Um, I liked that there was. It almost felt I got like I, I don't know if it was intentional, but I got like weird flashbacks during this match. Do you remember the Jericho versus Scorpio Sky match from back when yeah. back in the day? I got some little, some nice weird like m- like little memories of that, which was which was quite cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Even Hager. Hager was fine. He didn't have an awful lot to do. He just came in, did some big power moves. Uh, Ethan Page. Wait. When he did come in, the Hager chant lasted a whole like three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ethan Page is a fucking national treasure. He's such a good wrestler. Yep. Oh god. It just reinforced. It just reinforced. I mean, this match just reinforced how. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to talk down on Jericho and Hager, but like the fact this match was fun, I think is a a testimony to how good Page and Sky are as wrestlers. Yeah, and the right team won as well. I was really scared the Inner Circle were going to win this. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dan Lambeth got involved, didn't he? Um, yeah, he like tripped Hager and then Sky like rolled, rolled him up. Yeah, yeah. gets him the win. Um, we'll talk more about after the match because that was a bit more, that oh. was a bit more sort of fun, wasn't it? Oh, cheeky American top team for the boys. So we had, I, I, I can't remember all of them because my boomer brain can't handle that. Many I've names. got the list in front of me. Yeah. I so, mean, there's only about what. Four of them that are important. So, so after the match, uh, obviously Dan Lambert interfered. So Hager drags Lambert in, and they're gonna they're gonna they're easily doing the comedic like begging, isn't he? Like he's on his knees, saying, "Don't hurt me, don't hurt me." And Jericho's about to beat up an old man because he's the face, and that's what faces do. Um, and so anyway, so as this, as he's sort of begging for his life, slowly from the crowd, you see Junior Dos Santos, Paige Van Zant, Austin Vandenberg. I think that Masvidal Masvidal guys there, isn't he? Uh, yeah, um, uh, you're saying mass, awesome. you're saying Masvidal guys there, like he's not the most important piece of it. I don't know Vidal. who he is, Aaron. I've never fucking watched him. I could, I, I could <laughs> past him fucking oh. yesterday. <laughs> Jorge Masvidal in absolute, like dripping with swag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all like all I know is like he's the one wearing the the cool clothes. He he's the important one in this. He must group. he must be the leader because he's dressed the most flamboyantly. He's the big one in this group. That's no offence to Paige Van Zandt or Junior DeSantos, but Jorge Masvidal is I know I love he was there though, wasn't he? Yeah. But yeah, so they all they all get like their shit in. So like um they, they sort of get Jericho and like Paige does some bare knuckle punches to his chest because she's a bare knuckle fighter. I remember that because Excalibur told me that. Because Excalibur <laughs> told you, yeah. <laughs> and hey, then Paige Van Zandt was on Raw earlier this year as well. Jesus, she's the real that's the real forbidden though. She was, she was one of it. She was one of Bobby Lashley's um, uh, like group of women, like corner people. Well, you could call it that, yeah. Wow, I did. Back, back when Bobby Lashley like had like his like big like group of girls. Oh yeah, she now was one of them. Now she's beating up Chris Jericho, so it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about yeah, it. Like, brass knuckles. Uh, and then yeah, it ended, didn't it, with. Um... Masvidal hitting a vicious running knee. Yes, because um, the match, the fight that made him popular, he like when the bell rang in the UFC fight, he literally ran into his opponent like that and won the fight. Oh, like in one knee, like one move. Yeah, yeah, one move. He just killed him. Fair enough. <laughs> and then my favorite moment of the night after that was um, he so he just nails Jericho with a knee, and then Ethan Page just shown where the hard cameras. <laughs> he tells him which way to look and pose. I mean, like, I'm going to say this. Mass Pedal could easily, like, be the Brock Lesnar for AEW. 
So there's talk. Um, the... But obviously on TV, well, it doesn't need to be on TV that often. So. Yeah. Dan, um, Dan Lambert said something about uh, I think Dos Santos is talking about signing with them. Yeah, he he really he's like he's a big wrestling fan as he does Santos. Yeah, he's like I, desperate, just, desperate to get involved. Dos Santos is getting on a bit as well, so it's probably the best transition he's going to get. I will say, I saw an article this week. I think it was on. Um, might have been Wrestling Observer, or it was on one of like the bigger, the bigger news sites. Apparently, all all the word from backstage has been that Dan Lambert and his the MMA guys have just been the best people to work with backstage. They've been like dead friendly. They've been deadies to work with. They were dead happy. They're like all of, like obviously there's a lot of crossover and interest isn't there, between wrestling and MMA. A lot of the wrestlers are MMA fans, so they've all been taking pictures with each other and stuff. And it's, apparently, it, everyone's just had a really good time working together. Dan Lambert was like really good in there. Impact that wasn't he when he was there when he was like managing Bobby Lashley and yeah, yeah, Bobby Covington and someone else working there. So it seems like it's a really good, fruitful partnership so far. Like everyone's really enjoying it and everyone's getting a kick out of it, which is great to see. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's this is one of those things, but it's not to my interest because I don't know who these people are, but I still find it entertaining to see these people I've never seen before coming and kick people in the face. So you know, it's fine. I'm just gonna see as of time and like recording. How well the clip of UFC fighters are doing, because in theory it should be pretty big, especially if they've got like Masvidal as the uh, thumbnail. Four hundred and seventy-five k. Compared to everything else, is that? that for you. I mean, they're not seeing punk numbers, but you know, it's still like, no. Punk uh, calls debuts like two million, isn't it? Yeah, punk, Punk's first promo is six million. Um, but then like, the super click was 395 uh, yeah so it's, it's still doing bigger than like, yeah, anything Suzuki. else apart from apart from the big Suzuki. debuts the big well, debuts Suzuki, are Suzuki Goon and uh, Mox and Kingston like almost a million there's a reason though for that right? yeah. <laughs> but no I mean like this this was I, I enjoyed this even though it's not for me Specifically, because like yeah. I said, I don't know who any of these people are, but I can I can still appreciate that it's a big deal, and that, like, these, are, and these are these are serious people, and they've come to to, to hurt people, which is which is fun, you know. As I say, Masvidal's the money maker in that group. Like if they use him right, and even if he doesn't get used often, he can easily make like money for them just yeah. like that. Fair. I mean, all they got to do is have him hang around with men of the year and kick people in the face. Basically. Exactly, yeah. and he's he's one for talking trash on the mic as well. So, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see. I think the, the next thing I'd like to see because Lambert's done all the talking so far alongside. Like, I'd love to see some of these guys get rid of mic time so they can sort of get themselves over. Mass Vidal is on like McGregor levels of being a cunt. Right, okay. <laughs> if, if, that, if that's a comparison you want, that is the I, level I, we I, is. I, I can understand that. Yeah, I can, I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can dig with that. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, right then, next up, we're back up to full pelt because it's the eight man tag match Lucha Bros and Tanner Ortiz versus Private Party Butcher Blade. First strike only down of the show. Um, Hardy Front Office, Hardy Family Office come out with the Private Party's team instead of Full Death, and that can fuck off. <laughs> full, death, full Death slaps. Full, full Death absolutely fucks. So that was the only thing that upset me about this entire show. Oh. Did, oh, before you get the match, did you see the video of uh, Matt Hardy at an indie show? And so he, he, is that when he came out to Jeff Hardy's music? Yeah, he had to bring out his tag team partner, so Jeff Hardy's music started playing. 
Isaiah Quinn came out. Mark <laughs> Quinn. Mark Quinn came out doing the Jay Barry. <laughs> I love Mark Quinn. He's oh, it's so good. Well done. Well, All right. So, I mean, this match again, this match is insanity. Um, so much shit going on. Um, one thing I will say early on, the, the first like big wow moment was when you got and someone someone put a picture of it on, on social media someone took a photo of it at the event was you had um, all four of uh, Proud and Powerful and the Drews diving over the top rope at the same time at the heels it looked insane yeah. like you had uh, Santana and Phoenix doing like uh, top rope swantons I, and you I had Moonsault Moonsault sorry and then you had um, yeah Penta and dives, Ot- yeah. Ot- 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 doing dives it looked insane it looked so good yeah I like, that is the fact that um problem powerful dressed as baseball furies. Yes, uh, I, I want to talk about that. So yeah, they dressed as baseball furies. Um Santana had a baseball bath. Ortiz, I know it's not the baseball furies part of the movie, but he had three beer bottles on his fingers that he was clicked together. Yeah. If you wanted some some deep warriors cut there, that was uh, that was fucking yeah, excellent. Do you know what the warriors is, Aaron? No, I mean I got to spiel about UFC to you, so so yeah, the Warriors, the Warriors is, a film. is a very good film. It's just a seventies film, eighties film, seventies, yeah. Uh, so we weren't born either, so you've got no excuse. Um, it, it's, it's, it's actually all. It's, a, it's about it's about a street gang called the Warriors, and they have to get from like they basically get framed for a murder, and they have to get from one side of New York to the other to get back home to like their turf, while like, every other gang in New York is trying to kill them for like a bounty. And one of the gangs are called the Baseball Furies, and they're basically just. They, they are like that. They just wear face paint, baseball jerseys, and they, and they have roller skates for some reason, but don't worry about it. Um, and then there's a really iconic scene at the end where, like, the last guy they've got to, like, get past is, like, at their, like, like blocking their way, and he's just clanging, like, three beer bottles on his fingers, shouting, come out and play, and it's fucking... Just Warriors, come out and play! Yeah, and that's what I think <laughs> he was actually shouting, come out and play, when he was clanging his beer bottles together, which Probably. was... Which was great. He's a top lad. I uh, love it. Um, yeah, so, so the top marks for that. It also top marks for um, when Jack Evans came steaming down the ramp to interfere and Orange Cassidy just sparks him out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Jack Evans in real life is annoying too. If you watch the FIFA tournament, oh, God, he's, oh, he's the worst person ever. His personality is like a shit stick. That's, Honestly. That's what, I, that's what I, I've been saying. <laughs> Since we've been doing this fucking podcast. Jack Evans is the worst. Oh, it's not even. Oh, I can't explain it. Fair go, enough. go watch he, AEW he just, games and his FIFA game against absolute shit. Look, all, the, he, all the ganja, mate. You, you he made can, me. He made me root. Well, I mean, his eyes were fucking like purple when he like took his glasses <laughs> off. That's the start. Well, he's wearing sunglasses indoors. That tells you all you need to know. You can tell Luther was having enough of him. Like he was getting fed up. I, when it, when it he, cheer he made Luther. me cheer for yeah. Luther. <laughs> but Luther's just sitting there, just nicely with his glasses on. Luther's, like, Luther's, Luther's, like, Luther's like a proper nice guy, though, isn't he? Like, in real life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, uh, like, he's like game as fuck. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so the only the only sort of slight a slight black mark on this match was um, Butcher hit a, a fairly sketchy looking crossbody when he didn't quite get. I know it doesn't only get a lot of height, but he literally just fell on the guy's knees. <laughs> yeah, it was a sore one. Um, but yeah, apart from that, this match was fine. Good action. Um, Penta hits a sling blade on Quen. Phoenix and Penta, they hit him with a fear factor. and then, I mean, he got a shit time, didn't he? He got a fear factor and then a street, a street sweeper, like one <laughs> after the other. Uh, yeah, I, I, it was good how they done it, though. Just 
pretty smoothly, like yeah. one to the other. Considering how many moving parts were in this match, it never felt yeah. like it was going to fall apart. It always felt like you know the action was sort of in control of itself. Yeah. Um, I really hope that this sort of like coming together of Penta and Phoenix and Pran and Powerful leads to like a bit of tension and like leads towards a tag match. I mean, there's going to be a point where Pran and Powerful go, "We want the gold." Yeah, we, we want. It's going to be a point. We want to crack at that now. I, you know? I think the building proud and powerful best Lucha Bros for him. Full gear. Yeah, I'll be up for that. I'll take a bit of that. They're kind of like slow building, aren't they? Because they're like uneasy allies at the moment. Yeah. As soon as that stadium show was announced, Tasty was wanting the match to happen. It. I thought well, it was going to win the tag titles yeah. until until the I mean, first one. But yeah, if they didn't win if, um, all out, that would have been the police to put the, the belts on. But it's good to see them I, in the big push now. They're in, like they're in the back in the spotlight, aren't they? Which is which is great. That match is going to be fucking awesome as well. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be dirt. Anything like that? Anything like that impact stuff where like you've got fucking exposed like ring boards and shit like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just no, no DQ match. Just make them fucking kill each other. Yeah, so I think the best way to sort of describe the, the, this tag match was just like, you know, like the end of a tag match where everything just goes nuts and everyone just hits moves. It was like that but for the entire match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it genuinely was. It was so good. If you like, if you like, like the last five minutes of an AW tag match, but you want that, but like twice the length, then this is the match for you. <laughs> it was, for me, it was, I love, I love that shit. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I mean, I like psychology. I like, you know, I like, you know, pacing, and I like, you know... In stakes. a multi-map match, though, it needs to just but be a clusterfuck. Every now and then, I just want a big old spot first. <laughs> this yeah. is exactly what that was, and it was beautiful. So, yeah, hit me with it. Uh, backstage, Matt Hardy demanded interview time, because he, like, so it, Matt Hardy had to leave to drag Jack Evans' like, corpse down <laughs> the ramp after Orange Cassidy murdered him. Um, so he demanded interview time with Tony Schiavone. Um, and I love this. So this was... This was um, this bit and the bit later on, these are the two bits that I would normally not be into, but like what they did just made it better. Um, so Matt Hardy in like full absolute shit house heel mode, he's, he's going on like he hates Orange Cassidy, he can't wait to shave, he's got the scissors and he's like, I want to cut his hair. And Orange Cassidy is going to have a heavy hair match with Jack Evans. And it was like the proper heel, like swerve, wasn't it? Yeah. With Jack Evans. Jack Evans is like, he's probably still high as fuck. He's like, oh, what, what, what? Heavy hair. <laughs> Ah, uh, so does that oh, mean Matt's no, not losing his hair? That means Jack Evans will be getting shaved. Yeah, I think Matt's going to eventually lose. I think yeah. they're going to do they're going to do this first, and yeah. then and on the bright side, if Jack Evans shaved his hair, I think we'll be able to weed test him. <laughs> it's true. Probably stays in here for ages, so it's probably best he cuts it off. To be fair, um, yeah, so that's gonna be fun. Um, I'm trying to yeah, if you wanted to oh, weed that, then you probably just have to smell me. <laughs> just look at him, just <laughs> exhibit A. <laughs> just get him to take his glasses off and just see how purple his fucking eyes are. Uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously, there's no way that yeah, Orange isn't winning that match. No, I don't think so. Uh, right to so next off, then we had, and I really enjoyed this as well. So we had Sammy and Fuego come out to do the little cue card bit, um, and they're just like sort of. BS in front of the crowd. The crowd are already into it, they're cheering. Then all of a sudden, like fucking Terminator Miro just appears behind them. Oh, it was so good. Oh. I love Miro the Murderer. It's the best. He's like sort of a fucking horror film. You can see him like it just, it just appears and shot and it's like, oh no. Yeah. The thing is, you don't even see him like to begin with. You just see his feet just <laughs> under Sammy. And it's like, oh fuck, you better turn around, Paul. <laughs> The crowd get it. It's like proper panther with all the crowd. Yeah. Going, oh shit. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, oh. 
yeah, he basically this is the meat all we've needed. He basically just throws um, throws Fuego into hell. <laughs> basically yeah. beans him off the stage through a table, um, which looked fucking horrible. <laughs> I want, he's already dead. <laughs> I want Fuego to become like you know that guy from Arrested Development who's like only got one arm and he he always gets his arm ripped off. <laughs> I want Fuego to become like that, just Miro like throwing him through things. And then, uh, then he locks Sammy in the game over. Um, yeah, which was great. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this Mirror's Army match. Now. It's just, it's I be... think Sammy's going to win, you know. Well, it's, you know, Mirror's, Mirror's already, he's, he's either equal or he's about to beat the number, the, the record it, of... Defenses. If he beats Sammy, he beats, he breaks the record. Yeah, he's already equal then. So Cody's in the right Cody room. won't want him to do Cody, that. Cody's in the booking room right now making sure it doesn't happen. <laughs> Co- <laughs> Cody's literally sweating black mist. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, oh no. Love me record as well. Gonna use all his strokes to get that change, brother. <laughs> flag me, flag, do it. Uh, oh. Right. So next up uh, again, really nice. Oh, uh, he's re- taking that belt off me, actually. Now, now you said that. He's gonna, gonna, like Ho- gonna come down like Hogan against Yokozuna and challenge him. After he beats Sammy. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's gonna save Sammy from fucking that dastardly foreign heel, Miro. <laughs> Just like Hogan's saying <laughs> Bret Hart from Yokozuna. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so next... if, if Brownie points as well if Cody comes out with a black eye like Hogan did. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next um... up we had a, a very short, very effective, I thought, uh, Andrade promo. Yeah. Again, I, I don't understand why Andrade, like, when they, as long as they put like the little subtitles on them, I think that's absolutely fine. A fine way for him to deliver his message. I don't, yeah. think he, I don't think he necessarily needs um, to have someone talking for him. He can literally just do that because he, he, you know, it, it, it's it's effective. He almost like he's, he's he's I don't know if it's just the way he learns English, but he's so angry when he speaks English, he sounds really pissed off like all the time. Mm. And it's great. I think his delivery is really good. Uh, basically, just said that. Um, I mean, wouldn't you be? He left WWE because he was lost in the shop shuffle to go to AEW and got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, uh, he got rid of his <laughs> manager to bring in a new one, but. Ooh, don't worry about it. Uh, Aeroplanes and woo-woo trains yeah, don't, and... Don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> just Ric Flair in public transport. It's don't just, say it's about the helicopter. just been a bad couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it was really fun. Um, yeah, he basically said Josh Sherwood was unacceptable um, and if anyone did interfere in his matches, he would basically take them out like he did to Sherwood. And he said next time he's going to be packed clean, which means we're getting that again, which, yes, please. Yeah. I am a match. That match absolutely fucked, and I would love it again. I'm not going to argue with getting Pac Andrade again. So. No, just give me more just, of that, just, please. Just make it the entire episode of the Rampage. <laughs> yeah, basically, just a one minute Iron Man match. Go, doing, doing, yeah, do a 30 minute Iron Man match just for the whole episode of the Rampage. Yep. Bell up first. <laughs> right, so, next up, then, we have Annie J versus Duffy Ford. Annie J by herself, no Ty Conti this time. It's almost like she's going to do a running or something. Yeah, well, we also have no money <laughs> for Penelope. Uh, so Penelope makes her way out, and as she's making her way to the ring, Anna Jay just goes for her and like, nails her. Um, There's a step forearm as well. Yeah. That, was, that was quite a step line. Yeah. So again, this was this was, this match was fine. Um, go back and forth. The bunny comes out, and there's some fuckery. Uh, Anna Jay goes for the Queen Slayer. Uh, bunny gets in. Bunny, uh, this was quite effective. So the bunny was just dropping the F, and then she did a really good job of like sort of just sliding, sliding in the brass knuckles. I thought it looked it looked believable. Um, 
obviously Rob Bunny's distracting the referee, penalty four, knocks on a J out, gets the win. Nice simple match, told told the story you need to tell. You know, it it furthers this this feud that they're having, which is quite nice. Um then Ford the Bunny beat down Anna Jay, Ty Conti comes down to make the save, but it's still two on two and Anna's dead. So they beat just beat up Ty Conti instead. Um then I like this, like so all the hardy front office come out, don't they? And like stand in front of the oh, I think one of the front office, like the selling tickets, the family office. The hardy front <laughs> office for only tickets and needs. Um the the HFO come out and they stand in front of the ring as like a sort of you know security line. And then where is my mind by that? Band that Aaron knows all about Pixies hits. Um, band the Pixies, and this is cool because like it's just Orange casting Chris Down on the crowd, and it's just two of them. And like you can tell they're like thinking about it, and they're sort of like doing the maths. Like oh, well, there's like you know six six guys there, and there's only like two of us. So then Orange Cast is just like, hang on a minute, and he brings out the Dark Order, and it's literally all of the Dark Order. Stop. Do we have to talk about this? It's fine, it's fine. It's Alex, <laughs> Alex Reynolds. It's all your favourites, mate. It's Alex Reynolds, it's John Silver, it's 10, it's 5, it's Colt. It's even Uno and Grayson. They make their way out. To, to, yeah, Grayson's the first one, eh? That was the last one I was? No, he's, he's no Grayson's the first one that goes down. Though, he's the first one in the ring. He's, he's yeah, one of the last he ones out. Because he barges past everybody. Yeah. Look at the anime, he loves it. I know. I, I, th- I think he's he's got a uh, he's got a, got a problem with a certain jungle boy then hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, they all make their way into the ring, HFO bail, and then oh, oh man, everyone's ready to shake hands and make up and and then this Anna Jay has done it. She's brought the dog inadvertently by by like being beaten down. She has reunited the dog order. She's brought them all back together. It's all fine, oh, except that bastard evil Uno. Won't shake hands. He's not ready. He can't do it. Everyone else is fine, but evil Uno. And then the have heartbreak. You, you... So Uno bails out the ring, and Stu goes after him, and he's like, he, he turns to the other guy. He's like, I'm really sorry. And he goes and sees to Uno, make sure that she hooked up with him. And then you just have for like a couple of seconds, just like crestfallen Colt Cabana, like in between the ropes. Just like, he, he, does, he, he, he yeah. doesn't know which way to go. <laughs> oh. It's so upsetting. <laughs> Stop. Have you seen uh, Evil like, Uno's Twitter picture? Nice dad, Cole Cabana, just having his heart broken in real time. Yeah, have you seen Evil Uno's Evil Uno's uh, new Twitter picture? No, no. And his, ta- his uh, header as well. So the header, it basically, it's, you know, that uh, meme of like the dog in the burning house. Oh, yeah. this is fine. It's it's that, but yeah, it's that, but it's Evil Uno in a burning house. <laughs> <laughs> the header is, this is fine. Wow. Fair enough. Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah, so that was oh, that was that was a shot to the heart. Um, but we'll see where the dark order leads. I, I mean, obviously Jay has big, Jay has big, big, uh, big ideas. Thinking that's what's going to happen next week. So no, nah, I don't think that's going to be the end to the dark order. Yeah. Actually, no, I, I did, I did say that thing yesterday when when we were chatting about it. Where I think he's going to be like a bigger threat to them to unite them. All right, okay. But, um, but if I, I, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking it's probably just going to be Hangman comes back and reunites them. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that as well. To be fair, yeah. All right. Next, next up, we have the the the. And again, I love this is still a thing on Rampage, like a little little feature. We have the the pre-main event Mark Henry, Mark Henry hour, like little little segments. And my favorite thing about this is just Eddie Kingston just so mad he can't talk properly. Yeah. Yeah, and Archer every time he tried to speak, Kingston was like, "Nah, fuck you, pal. You're not getting to speak." Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> King, Eddie Kingston is furious with his own T-shirt. Because he can't take it off. 
Uh, I, I was... At one point, he did figure out somebody get this off me to about his own top. Yeah, just like Lex Luger. <laughs> that that was my only issue with this is that every time Archer tried to speak, they were like, "Nah, you're not getting to speak," and just shouted over him, and it was constant. It was like, ah. well, the whole point of this isn't it? Like they feel they're like angry. They, they feel I'm... like they were Archer and Suzuki feel like they didn't get theirs, like you know they didn't get their chance, and like obviously it's the case is like Eddie Kingston still being a dickhead and talking over them, and not, not, yeah. not giving them what they wanted. Mm. But obviously, yeah. I mean, let, let, let us now remember. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know who was more over in this match. I don't know who, who got the bigger pop because uh, it's like Suzuki going to come out first. Um, and well, if it's any consideration, well, Uzi Vert was in the crowd. I mean, I'm sure he's a lovely person. Um, the guy, the rapper with the gemstone in his head, the diamond in his head, like what? right there. The little diamond that's embroidered in his skull. No, no one knows. What, okay. like, you mean like the vision from from novel? They they literally said, "Oh, look, little Lucy Vert's in the crowd." Like they what, usually like do the, with a celebrity, like I the was, vision, like the vision. Yeah, like 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 the little stone in his head. He genuinely has a real, stone he's, he's, in his he, head. He, that's I don't a film. know why you're yeah, trying to be weird that's a, about that's a, that's a film. He's not that's real. <laughs> Properly though, he, he, didn't, get, uh, he didn't come back with it with the snap. You know, you know that was that was different. Uh, anyway, I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So Archer and Suzuki come up first to uh, Casino Nene, um, and the, the crowd are bang into it. Like, it was it sounded like a different version of the song as well? It sounded, and I liked it. It sounded like a different opening. I didn't recognize it from the opening. Like it was it, very like more rock oriented. Yeah. It, I, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. There's two versions of it. There's, there's, there's the rock ones, the Suzuki Goon version. Yeah. Ah, right, okay. There you go. Well, I thought they came out too. That makes sense. Yeah. And then, like, the and, like I wasn't prepared for the pop that Eddie Kingston would get in New York City. We, we knew it was coming. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was insanity. Um, yeah. Every time Eddie Kingston, like, moved, <laughs> the crowd just popped. It was, yeah. it was insane. He's walking here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, there's some, there's loads of lovely little bits in this. Um, right. even, even before the match starts, like they have like young fucking jobbers, like young lions, just so Archer could just swat them. Yeah, Archer just, Archer just spends about thirty seconds going there and just beating the piss out of like four of <laughs> us. Like they're never usually there, but for this match, we're gonna have them out there. It's all the new Japan rules, make probably so. It's not to happen there, yeah. Oh, she just, oh, she just for no reason just beats the piss out of them. Like four, like four dudes, isn't it? He just absolutely slams them. Yeah. Um, yeah, the ringside attendants, I believe they could rehearse them as. Never had them before, but no. sure. Never seen them before, never seen them again, but don't worry. No. Um, yeah, so there's some lovely little spots. So there's uh, Suzuki picking up a couple of chairs, going up the ramp and just sliding one to John Moxley. Yeah. And like inviting him, inviting him up for a, for a chair fight. Uh, they, they, they swing the chairs and then the little like cushion bit comes off it's like oh well you've just made it more dangerous it's fine <laughs> yeah, it, just, <laughs> it just got like worse uh, that's fine um, and so Suzuki gets to the other hand on that um, then a little bit later um, Archie goes on the outside and he sort of stacks up the bodies of the people he just murdered and then yeah. uh, chokes slams Moxie off the apron onto them oh, he's Pro- that pro- was... Elite squad, Matt, uh, Archer. 
Lance yeah. Archer was my favorite thing in this match. Yeah. Yeah. You, you forget, like, yeah. you forget that he's, like, really, really good, don't you? Like, until, like, something is happening. Oh, shit. Yeah. Lance Archer's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Give Archer more to do. My favorite Please. bit of uh, my favorite bit of the whole match I talked about on Discord is just Lance Archer like legitimately hanging Mox with a belt as, <laughs> as, as it goes to commercial and Excalibur's just like no selling it. He's like, yeah, we're going to break now. See you in a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Moxie's like going purple, like getting fucking hung over the top rope. Yeah. Uh, as as I say, we we come back to the break. So even like us foreigners, non-Americans, don't even see no, this break. No, we don't even get picture in picture for yeah. this. So. so 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 it comes back for the break, and just Moxley's wrists are taped up together behind his back, and yeah. it's like, oh fuck, right? Oh, oh just shit! Oh, just whipping the piss at him with the belt. <laughs> Hits him in the heart with a trash gun lid. Yeah, yeah. Upsetting. Did did enjoy um I did enjoy all the Suzuki and Kingston stuff. Like the crowd sounded like they were gonna fucking explode when like yeah. we got we finally got Suzuki and Kingston fighting. It, it took a while for them to like for them to like make each other meet each other properly in like a in like a, a, a sort of face off. But yeah, when they did, like, every time Kingston hit a chop on Suzuki, the crowd just went... yeah. What well, one same Eddie saved like the chops by Eddie not done nothing to Archer. So he just goes, ah, fuck it, and pokes him in the eye. <laughs> in, 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 case you, in case we haven't got this over extensively, I fucking love this match. Oh, <laughs> I that as soon as it said lights out, like what last week, I was like, oh, between these four men, oh, better get ready for some funny. <laughs> and also, it sounds like we're gonna get it again. No, we are getting it. Again. Are we actually getting it? Again? Yeah, it, it's announced. Yeah. <laughs> A Philly Street well. fight. No, Philly Street fight it comes under. It is basically the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, the granddad's going to fucking do a bad murder. New Japan have went, oh, that that done really well for <laughs> that, you that guys. Was, that looked good, didn't it? Should we do one? We, we'll do the exact same. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so, right. so it ended up with, um, oh God, just, I mean, it got to the point, didn't it, where Moxie was just dead. Um, Suzuki was biting him um, like you said um, Archer hit him so hard in the chest with the trash handler that I thought you know <laughs> Renee was gonna like start crying through the meaning of Twitter <laughs> I would love to see just a live stream of like Renee watching Moxie's hardcore matches I, I loved I loved when she was live tweeting uh, the Mox and Omega match yeah <laughs> and it was just like why why is that yeah, like, happening why? <laughs> yeah what? No, I don't like this. Why is he doing this? <laughs> he didn't tell me about this. <laughs> yeah. So Eddie tries to get back in the ring and he sort of bounces a bit of a comeback, but not too much. Um, Suzuki gets a bit of a choke. Archie hits him with a sidewalk slam. Uh, and then the, the finish they're going for is Suzuki sets up two chairs with like the back points touching. And Archie looks as though he's going to black out Kingston through the chairs. Which... Yeah. Jesus Christ would be yeah. the, most, the same thing I've ever seen in my entire life. However, however, the gunshots pop. And it is the notorious 187 homicide. Hey, they're putting them GCW storylines over, ain't they? <laughs> Suzuki and Homicide were fighting on that night, yeah. on the Friday night live on GCW. Yeah. So yeah, Homicide makes the run in. 
Um, he basically hits oh. Archer and Suzuki with a chair, cuts uh, the tape on Moxie's hands. Moxie paradigm shift Suzuki. What they call it paradigm shift? It was kind of DDT. I couldn't even tell. At this point, they don't care. It. Like, I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't really matter. Like, he drops, he drops Suzuki on his head. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Eddie hits two hurricanes on Archer. Moxie hits Archer with a paradigm shift. On the side, passes Eddie a trash can. He basically hits Archer with it to the point where it's so fucked he can barely put it over his head. Yeah. Somehow manages to get it over his head and then hits it so many times with a oh. stick that I feared for Archer's safety. Archer's rings. Archer's ears must be ringing. Yeah. He, like, he hits it like legit ten times and then he like Tries to break the candlestick and off, and then he just hits it. Basically, hits it with the candlestick until the candlestick falls apart. Just the ten times, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> just ten, 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 just ten the times, ten times. Ten times before he tries to break the stick in half, <laughs> and then Also, thing we haven't actually touched on as well. Uh, while we're talking about the old forbidden door, homicides from Ring of Honor. Yeah, he's sacked the Ring of Honor. Oh, uh, okay. So Sorry, that means so there must be something in place. Give me Tony Devon, you cowards. Give me Gresham versus fucking Brian. Oh, jeez. Why would you say to me? That's what the boys want. Angel um, is just turning into like fucking televised PWG, isn't it? This point? Yeah, it's, it's literally just televised PWG. Give us a real, give us a, te- give us a, a pay-per-view real like AEW mystery vortex and we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> just, just have AEW take over Bowler. Yeah, so anyway, so after 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 that insane assault, uh, Eddie Eddie Kingston pins the, the the corpse of Lance Archer. Yeah, after just battering his head in a trash can, literally beats him silly with a with a kendo stick on a trash can. I love, I love <laughs> that's one way to win. I love the fact that Taz was concerned by Eddie like losing his shit. <laughs> like Eddie, calm down. <laughs> and then they all have a big hug with Homicide at the end of the ring, which was awesome because Homicide's a good lad. Close New York. Well, oh, homicide, homicide, like homicide, legit. One of Eddie Kingston's best mates. Yeah, he's just, he, he used to be a tag team in NWA. Yeah, which is weird seeing Eddie Kingston being like a baby face and like proper baby, like old school baby face in NWA. Well, he also managed him in uh, Impact as well when he was in the OGs with someone up at all that. Yeah, someone you hate. <laughs> I don't hate him. He just nearly, he just nearly killed TNA. Um, <laughs> And, and, and the Motor City Machine Guns, but we'll not talk about that. Um, yeah, right. yeah, so that's it. That's the main event. That is Rampage. Uh, does anyone have an up that's not the main, the main event? Yeah. Yeah. I do, actually. Yeah. Well, neither of you have gone for that like that much. I loved it, but I preferred the mother Okay. Well, Jay, go first then. What have you got? Punk and Hobbs. Yep, fair. I mean, I fair really enjoyed Punk and Hobbs. Yeah, yeah. And the the, mo- the most important thing was that, as I say, Will Hobbs felt like he belongs. He felt like he yeah. didn't feel out of place in that big marquee match. Absolutely, like, it's good. It's good to yeah. see you get. Like, I mean, Punk, Punk yeah. legitimately yeah. elevating. Uh, what I'm considering an AW original up to like, his level, basically, which is what yeah. it's all about. Mm-hmm. Aaron, uh, my low is going to be Matt Hardy. Because I still don't care for Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy, even yeah, if it, 
I, 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 I was I was very tempted to give it a low, but the shit of my Hardy like swinging the heat onto Jack Evans sort of said like it's you know the sort of car, Saturday morning cartoon villain esque like ah oh, you're going to be fighting this guy and it's like you know faking him out. I like that. I, I just just saved it for me. Yeah, who the thought when everyone was like going oh Matt bring that gimmick that, that uh, you did in TNA back. <laughs> back the wrong fucking one. <laughs> I like Big Money Matt. I said, I said, I like Big Money Matt, but it's just, you know, people want Broken Matt and then they got Big Money Matt. But then Broken Matt was a bit shit as well. Yeah. He brought it back. I'm enjoying Big Money Matt more than I enjoyed Broken Matt last year. Yeah. Broken Matt kind of jumped the shark though, didn't he? Yeah. It's a a one note joke. Once he's done it, you can't do it again. The same thing. Yeah. Say the same thing. Just have Abraham Lincoln giraffe again. Like, no, we're going to That being said, if, if Bray does come into AEW, which is looking more and more likely, um, I wouldn't be against seeing an actual broken map Bray for you. I just want them yeah. to acknowledge each other as like knowing that they know each other. Yeah, that'd be fine. Matt posted a picture of him and Bray, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Aaron, any lows, mate? Uh, that was my low. Uh, my high. Both having my hardy. Yeah. Uh, my high is not going to be a match. It's going to be American top team, like actually doing things, actually doing like, M- MMA stuff. To actually, actually or doing. Masvidal murdering Jericho with a V trigger. Because uh, as much as Masvidal is a complete and utter bellend, he's <laughs> worth the money. <laughs> so, <laughs> and to be fair, that looked legit. That name, yeah, it was incredible. Jericho gigged. That's how legit it looked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It wasn't even like a blade job, it was like a dent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, if we're going to go down Jericho fighting Jorge Masvidal, I'm not going to argue it. Yeah. I'd, I'd be like, really? I'm all for it. As long as Masvidal kills him, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Masvidal just sparks him. Obliterates him. Uh, right, um, so I'm, I'm going to have for my high, I'm going to have the main events because it was just real fun, wasn't it? You know, it was just big, was banging. big scary men slapping me. And I'm not going to have a low again. I, I think we're back to the realm of, of no lows on Rampage for me. Uh, everything, like I said, even the stuff on this Rampage that I wouldn't normally care about, so that would be like the sort of the, the all the Hardy family office stuff, like they had like we said, Hardy shithousery with Owen Chastity, which I enjoyed, and then the other bit where it might have got a bit too much they sort of got my interest by having the Dark Order in it. So, yeah, they sort of saved it. Yeah. Even if the Dark Order made that, made me do a little cry. Um, <laughs> right, okay, so before we close out, I think we've got a few questions. In the mailbag. We have one question, in fact. Uh, but it's a, good, it's, a, it's a banger of a question and it demands an answer. Is it, is it going to be a random VT one again? No, it's where not. We've not watched it. It pertains, to, it pertains to this week's Dynamite. So we can right. answer it now and then we can all talk about how wrong we are on the next podcast. Right, okay. Um, so Faye on the Discord, shout out to Faye, said, what are your predictions for Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole? And do you think Cole winning would take some of the steam around Jung- off Jungle Boy as a top guy? Uh, one, the match will be absolutely fucking banging. Two, uh, Jungle Boy, I'm assuming, is going to lose but look good or look fucking amazing in defeat. So I don't think it'll take anything off him because he's like one of the biggest baby faces they've got. So everyone will be rooting for him anyway. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Cole wins, but Jungle Boy will absolutely hold his own. And the, yeah. I mean, they literally, they literally just talked about how they made 
you know, people look good in defeat on this show. And I think if, if you can't make Jungle Boy look good in defeat, then what the fuck's wrong with you? Because yeah. whoever he's fighting or is doing something. <laughs> I still I still think there's no way Cole, Cole loses. I don't think oh, Cole I, wins. I don't yeah. think it's time for Cole to lose yet. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Cole like just rises up the rankings like very quickly. We get a little Batista moment. Possibly. Possibly be a Hangman's first challenger. I think I think Cole's gonna be like the litmus test the Hangman has to to prove himself against before he gets Kenny. I mean I'm all yeah. for it. Um, I think yeah, I think when I think when Hangman comes back, I think his stipulation I think he has to beat Cole to get Kenny. And I think that's Cole's first loss. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with it. Yeah. Because that match will fuck. Yeah. Like, so hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so, yeah, so to answer the question, I think we're all in agreement that um, we all think Cole will win. Um, yeah. We all, as, you know, I don't think, I think because there's, there's so many, it, they, they can do fuckery. Yeah, they, can have, they can have Brandon Cutler out there. They can have the Young Bucks out there. They can do so many things mm. to protect Jungle Boy in that match. If they had them just on a time limit draw, I would have said they could have gone down that road, but. Yeah, they'll do another one. They'll do that again for another year, will they? Like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's going to do it for us. Um, thank you for joining us for the AEW review. We'll be back next week, Sunday or Monday. We don't know. Depends how much fog ground has on Saturday night. Um, you can't blame me this weekend. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was, I was ready to do it like yesterday, and then Jay got on the Jay got on the wrestling sauce, and um, yeah. <laughs> We had three pints of Corona watching a... Um, I had three pints of Corona in general. You had three, yeah. I, had, I had the blood. Yeah, <laughs> watching a wrestling show and then it all just went a bit weird. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we will see you all next week for some more AEW Dynamite. Thank you, stay safe, enjoy your wrestling and we'll see you all very soon. Goodbye. Bye. You hear that Sid Vicious tried suing WCW back in the early 2000s? He told them he didn't have a leg to stand on. I knew oh, that's what you were going on. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I saw that one coming, to be fair. You're a horrible <laughs> And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to stick your cancer charities.